Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. I hope and I pray that you are doing well. I have just been going over sort of these talks about church planting, been sharing uh, my own experience about planting Calvary Chapel in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, the first four messages were about the actual church plan. And again, they're only 10 to 20 minute messages, so um, they're not like extensive, but they just sort of give a recap, you know, the just the main points. Um, and so the first four messages were about that. And um, now I've been going over sort of points that talk about what I've learned, just different, um, you know, attributes of God that I learned, different actions to take in the context of church planting. And and the last one I talked about was perseverance, just having perseverance, you know, because uh, uh, even antagonism from others, can, it really fuels my passion for God that like even more, like I want to follow God. I want to pursue him even more avidly and more passionately. It's kind of like when there's pushback. It's kind of like, okay, that makes me, that confirms to me that I'm doing what God wants me to do. Awesome. I'm going to go even harder now for the Lord, you know. Pursue, pursue Him even more. Uh, so perseverance is a huge one in, in the context of church planting. Uh, and the next one is pleasing God. Pleasing God. And I think this is a gigantic point in staying the course for church planting and in our Christian life generally speaking, pleasing God. And really, I get that from the prophets and the people of God in the Bible who um, lived to please the Lord. You know, they weren't living for themselves. They were living for God. And one of the things that Paul, the Apostle Paul said, he's like, I make it my aim to please people. No, I make it my aim to try to make sure everything lines up. No. I make it my aim to please my employer, no? Paul made it his aim to please God. That's what he said, and that is our aim. See, that's the thing. When you step out to plant a church, it's like you want to make sure that there's no strings attached. You know, I remember long ago, Pastor Chuck, who started Calvary Chapel in the 60s, uh, someone wanted to give him a million dollars, and he needed money to build you know, a new church because they outgrew their old little church. Uh, and Pastor Chuck prayed about it and he eventually said no. He went back to the guy and said, no, I can't do it. And the thing was that he thought there, there was basically strings attached. Like if this guy gave the money, then he would want this and this and this. And so that wouldn't be good. Like because, you know, Pastor Chuck was not living to please others. He was living to please God. And that's the same with us. That's the same with, you know, Calvary Chapel. We are living in existence to please the Lord. To be led by Him, to please Him, to lift Him up, to do what He wants us to do. And that's just a noble thing. And that's an awesome action that that we get to take as believers. Uh, You know, if I I was man-focused as I was planting this church, it would drive me crazy. But when you plant a church... But when you live out your calling, you're not man-focused. You're God-focused. You're focused on what the Lord wants, what He wants you to do. Period. No matter what people say, no matter what you know, comes against, it doesn't matter. You're living to please God, not people. 
You know, oftentimes when, when, when people are younger, they live to please people. And they try really hard. But then someone gets mad or someone disagrees and they get all, you know, anxious and, and, and um, bent out of shape because someone's not happy with them. That's no way to live. The living to please people will lead to a defeatist mentality. And that that is not a good thing. You know, as believers, as Christians, we are living to please God. So every step that we've taken so far in the church plan, um, you know, I would pray about, seek God about, seek God on. Not go to a committee and get a bunch of suggestions and be like, okay, how many vote for this? How many vote? No, I go to God. I go, Lord, what do you want? It's kind of like this. If you go to 10 different counselors, you're going to get 10 different opinions. Which one do I take? I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. No, that's not the way to fulfill God's will. That's not the way, the way to follow God. Following God means you're listening for his voice, you're hearing him, and then you're heeding him, right? You're living to please one, and that is God, right? And that goes with everything. It goes with the actions that we take. Are we living to please God? The reactions that we have are we living to please God. In our attitudes. Is your attitude pleasing to God? Like is your attitude towards others actually please God? Or does it grieve God? Like are you a jerk and just say whatever's on your mind? Or are you quick? Are you slow to speak and quick to hear? Like everything that we do should be done in faith. If not then we shouldn't do it. Like Paul says in Romans. Is it a faith? Then do it. If not, do not do it. Or say it. Or whatever. So, that's a thing. That, that's been such a... Uh, such a drive for me. Because I'm living to please God. Because, you know, Calvary Chapel is His church. It's God's church. It's not my church. It's no person's church, you see. Calvary Chapel Mobile, that's God's church. And He's going to have His way. He's going to do what He wants. And what's going to be implemented is what he wants because we are living to please God. And that's the thing. When the Lord is the center of our affections, then life will be clear. Your calling will be clear. The actions that you're supposed to take will be clear. You know, instead of using God to get your way, you're actually living to please God to get his way, to get his will done. And that's what it's about. So that's really what I've, I mean, obviously it's what we know as believers, but in the context of of this church plan, living to please God has been everything. That has driven me and caused my passion and my pursuit of God to to soar even more. Because I'm not living for the praises of people. I'm living to please God. And that's a question for you. Are you living to please God? Are the actions that you take, the reactions that you have, what you do, what you say, are you having the Lord in mind, focusing on Him, doing what He wants rather than what you want? Because that is what it's about. And that's why I believe <laughs> Gabriel Chapel keeps uh, growing and, and people are maturing in their faith and, and thriving and, and going out and living out their calling. And, and that's why it's such a blessing. 
Because when you live to please the one who created you, you are living in joy. It is exciting. It is an adventure. Life is fun. Instead of being miserable and bitter and envious, you're just elated. Because you're not looking to others to compare yourself to them. You're looking to God to please your creator. And that's even what Paul said, right? He said, don't compare yourself to other people. That's fleshly. Like, that is wrong. That is that is not going to be a good thing, right? You're going to be bitter. You're going to be angry. You're going to be all of these things. You don't compare yourself to others, right? We're not to do that as believers. It's a horrible thing to do. But instead, we're living to please God. And may that be our aim. Like Paul says, I make it my aim to please him. Whether in life or death, I'm going to please him. That's what I'm doing. And I love it. And there was so much pushback for the Apostle Paul as he was fulfilling God's calling. People disagreed. They were angry. They beat him up. I mean, they, he was persecuted like crazy in prison many times. Whipped, beaten with rods, bitten by a snake. I mean, this guy went through so much. But number one, he had perseverance. He let nothing stop him. And number two, he wasn't living for people. Clearly, he was living for the Lord. And that's what we get to do. We get to live for our amazing God. So, two things I've learned in the context of church planning. Have perseverance and live to please the Lord. God bless you guys and hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you next time.